Welcome to Just Another Podcast. Hey! I've been around the block a couple times before. I've seen everything, I've seen a little more. I've done everything anyone could ever do. I've had my share of towns, and I've had my ups too. I've seen all the ways to see. I've been all the ways to be. Hello and welcome to episode 18 of Just Another Podcast. I'm Matt Lee, joined by my joys. Browns are 7-3 and three since the first time since 1994 Browns lover Steve Krivis. Sponsored by Socially Distanced Thanksgiving. With COVID rules in place, it is predicted to be the happiest Thanksgiving of all time. With Zoom. And with all the, all the political and why aren't you married yet questions from your crazy uncle, Thanksgiving, joy to the Zoom. Well, we had another bad weekend, football weather, and another Browns win. The defense held strong and the offense did just enough to take home another W. Add that to the Buckeyes win and you make for another great weekend. Steve, we're recording early, getting into week 12 of the fantasy season right before Thanksgiving, and there's no football on. This is weird. How's it going? Yeah, it's first time in quite a while we've recorded with no football, but it's going great. It feels even closer to a Browns win than we have been. So absolutely, I'm doing wonderful. Awesome. Well, glad to hear it. Why don't we just jump right in the, the GBUs and continue with our great Browns talk from this weekend? All right. Absolutely. I'll start with my good. Uh, which you know is going to be about the Browns. It's of course. Much, you know how things go. But I will stop for this week with my drooling over Nick Chubb. I'll leave that to somebody else. But Browns are 2-0 and coming off the bye. 7-3 and total. Couldn't have asked for anything better coming into this year. Uh, we snapped a five-game losing streak against Rose's Eagles. So have to love that. In fact, it was the first victory against the Eagles since Bill Belichick was head coach in 1994. Uh, But I'll be honest, Matt, I I was a little worried and concerned about what the defense would look like if we'd be able to get the kind of pressure we needed to get with miles out. I was a bit worried about it, but Hey, we stepped up huge. Vernon played awesome. Defense had a pick six and a safety for just the third time ever in Brown's history. That's pretty awesome. It was a great win. Yes, sir. I love it. Definitely. And while you're going to leave that Nick Chubb talk to another guy, I'm going to be that other guy who's going to talk about Nick Chubb this week. I was hoping. Yes, sir. I know you talked about him last week and you have a great man love for him. But I just have to talk about how much the man transforms the Browns offense. In five games with Chubb, the Browns have nine rushing touchdowns. They average 210 yards per game and 5.8 yards per rush. Without Chubb, when he was injured, Browns scored zero rushing touchdowns while averaging 95.5 yards per game. Still good, but not 210 and 3.9 yards per rush. Put some respect on that man's name. It's great to have Chubb back and active. And I'd like to give a quick shout out to my favorite fantasy tight end ever, Taysom Hill, crushing it for me in the tight end position in the ESPN leagues. 233 passing yards, 51 yards on the ground and two touchdowns. And Michael Thomas finally had a big game. Yeah, 
He was a he was a nice little cheat code. All about, unfortunately for me, it was about the only thing I did right in FanDuel this weekend. Yeah, it wasn't a great weekend in FanDuel and another Gardner one, so you got to hate that. But uh, it was fun watching him as a tight end. Yep. All right, so now for my bad. I always like talking about this guy when it comes to bad. So I'm going to talk about Lamar Jackson. Uh, his passer rating has been below 100 for each of his last six games. And through the 10 games so far, he's matched his inter total interception total from last year and doubled his loss total. So Matt, here's a conversation we've had some uh, recently that I'm going to ask you a question on. So it, it, there's been some big talk about, do you pick up Baker's extension? You, you know, do you give him the big extension that he's likely going to be getting? He's got, he's on his fourth year. So we're going to have the fifth year option. Uh, I'm sorry. He's on his, what is he on his third year? I mean, we're, this is year three, correct? Yep. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So he's on year three. So we, we got year four and we're probably going to have a fifth year option. So we, we're going to be able to buy us some time here, but what I have to ask is everybody looks and says, well, you know, Baker's not doing it. It's on the run game. But what I got to wonder is, is Lamar any different? Are they relying on their run game and defense? And is Lamar kind of running out of steam? I would have to say yes. I mean, he's got the, the, the legs, the run game, and he was crushing it last year. And this year he just doesn't have the same stats. His, his, uh, his passing's gone down, like you just said. And with that, teams are more ready to defend the run. So he hasn't been as good of a runner either. So as beast as he looked last year, he's looking quite mediocre. And maybe in that same level, he's got the, the legs on Baker. But in that same level of questionable for a future franchise quarterback as Baker is right now. Yeah, I feel like last year, too, he was much better with deep ball accuracy. And this year, he just isn't hitting those plays, which is is pretty huge when that's kind of your thing is, is, you know, keep them honest with your legs and hit the deep ball. So definitely you're foreshadowing our Johnny football award winner of the week. So, uh, <laughs> though not too good, but if we, uh, I'm going to keep my bad in our division here as well and talk about it. Uh, yet another quarterback, Joey Burrow, you feel terrible for the guy. I mean, yes, he is the opponent, uh, the opposing quarterback for our, our rivals down there in Cincy, but being a Buckeye, you got to love and root for the guy, especially on such a bad team. And after starting out so hot this week, he tours ACL and MCL and may, might not even be ready to start next season. He already had five games of 300 plus passing yards. That was one shy of Andrew Luck's rookie record. And he's one of only four quarterbacks in NFL history with at least five 300 yard games within their first 10 career games. Currently owner, only Andrew Luck and Kurt Warner each with five. And of course, Patty Mahomes, who had eight crazy, but anyways, Joe Burrow had a, Great start to his career and has a promising health, uh, future once healthy. So best of luck to Joey B. Yeah, for sure. That's too bad to see. All right. So moving on to ugly. My ugly for this week is a guy that I'm sure that Browns defense is just salivating over to see Jake Luton. So we will be facing him on Sunday with, with a chance to go eight and three. Pretty excited about that. This week he was, Threw for just 151 yards, no touchdowns, and four interceptions. However, that does give him common ground with the Hall of Famer, Jim Kelly, 
who did this in 1996. So what do we think is, is Jake Luton going to lose four Super Bowls in a row? Jake boot scooting Luton. I, uh, I don't think he's going to make it to one, but I'm hoping <laughs> that he starts this weekend and has about the same numbers. Cause that'd be real nice for the Browns. Sure would. All right. My, uh, my ugly go- stays in the same state with another quarterback named Tom Brady. Tom Brady has thrown nine interceptions this year. That's already matching his total from all last season. And Monday night was another primetime game that he was terrible. He was one for six with an interception on throws of 15-plus yards. And he's completed less than 40% of those attempts in his three losses this year. Also, Monday night was the first time he's trailed in back-to-back home games at half since 2013. And we... Uh, while he went on to win both those games, we know what happened last night, and he got blown out by the Saints a couple weeks ago. Now, it's not all bad news for Tommy. He does have 25 passing uh, touchdowns this year, which is one more than last year as well. But we'll see if TB12 can overcome all those mistakes and get to another Super Bowl this year. All right, so my question for you on Tom Brady, uh, you know, just hypothetically speaking, if you were to have Tom Brady, do you start him this week? What is my other mm-hmm. option? He's he's got the Chiefs and your other option, you know, just in this totally hypothetical scenario would be Matt Ryan against the Raiders. I, I actually I think I wouldn't start either. I go for Jake Boot Scootin' Luton. <laughs> well, thanks for the advice. I I will certainly keep it in mind from a professional podcast host. Oh, absolutely. Anytime here to help. All right. Matt, how do we do on picks last week? Well, we both did pretty terrible. We are back to uh, mediocre at best, but I did pick up one game on you. I was three and three while you're in two and four. So overall, I took one one step out of your lead there. You have a 37 and 29 overall record. I have 33 and 33 after a three and three week. A lot of threes there, but you still maintain a four pick lead over me. So hopefully I can take another bite out of it this week. Yeah, we will see. Getting getting pretty fun and pretty close, so gotta love it. Definitely. So, uh, what do we got next? Well, next we will come up with. We promised you a special, lengthy section of stats with Matt. So we'll take a quick pause and we'll come back. Are you ready? Oh, born ready. All right. We'll see how you do. Stay tuned. Okay, welcome back. As we promised last week, we have a special Thanksgiving version of our special Stats with Matt version. As part of that special Thanksgiving episode, you're going to hear some wild kids in the background, but that's just all part of the Thanksgiving tradition, right? Crazy houses. House. I don't have any children that I'm aware of, so one crazy house. You have a rose, and that makes things crazy. That is true. <laughs> All right, Matt, how you feeling? Are you going to win? I already had to guess on some of the favorite food items. I didn't feel confident, so hopefully I'll feel more confident with this game. <laughs> All right, so we'll see. So for this, I had every person in the league send in the player that they're most thankful for and their favorite Thanksgiving food. Uh, so there's 11 people in the league, not counting you. 
So you're gonna get an, you're gonna need to get a majority of these right, six points, um, and you will get a bonus point for each of the foods you paired correctly. So here we go. We'll we'll get it right started. So we'll start off. We're gonna go in order of the standings currently. So we'll start us off first with Brandon. Brandon is most thankful for Stefan Diggs. So Matt, right away with question number one, we are going to, I'm going to give you a player's name and you're going to tell me, are they currently higher or lower than that person's most thankful player? So higher or lower than Stefan Diggs in rankings, Tyler Lockett. Ooh, Tyler Lockett. I know Stefan Diggs has had a great year in Buffalo. Uh, it's probably one of Matt Harding's favorite players as well. Uh, but Tyler Lockett's had a couple really big weeks. So I'm going to have to say that Stefan Diggs is lower than Tyler Lockett. You are correct. One point. Nice. Tyler Lockett is number four, and Diggs is just behind him at number five. So well, well done. That one surprised wow. me a bit. But you are right. The big weeks pushed him over. Yeah, he's he's been consistent, but those big weeks have been massive. So, yep. All right. Number two, we have Allie. Oh, yeah. Uh, l- let's check in first on Brandon's favorite p- food. Brandon's favorite food was sweet potatoes. Ooh. You, in our pre-filled out survey, said green bean casserole. Incorrect. Ah. No, no bonus point there. All right, number two, Allie. Her, the player she's most thankful for this year was Josh Allen. So, higher or lower, Justin Herbert. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, Justin Herbert has been doing really well this year, but he hasn't. He didn't play in week one when our boy Tarod Taylor was uh, the starter there. <laughs> But I know Allen's had a couple lower weeks since. Um, he hasn't done as great, but he's still been good. I will say that Josh Allen is, uh, this might be a shocker. I think he might be lower than Herbert. Uh, okay, you are incorrect on ah. that one. It, it was pretty close. So Josh Allen is QB4 on the year. And I could see why he was Allie's the most thankful player because she drafted him in round eight. So well done to get QB four in round eight, Josh Herbert, or um, I'm sorry, Justin Herbert is seven, but with, with that game, that was a tough one in, in points for per game. Um, I'd have to go back and look, but you may actually be correct because Herbert does have a, a fewer games, right? So. so that, that'll be interesting, but uh, okay. For the bonus point, Allie's favorite Thanksgiving that. food was stuffing, you said sweet potatoes. Stuffing, Allie. Yes, stuffing or dressing. All right. But no bonus point because you said sweet potatoes. All right, so on to Jen. Jen, in very predictable fashion, says the player she's most thankful for, Kyler Murray. Yeah. So... Matt, this one's probably pretty easy for you. So a little bit of a layup. You'll be thankful for this question, but it's the best I could do. Patrick Mahomes, higher or lower? 
I'm pretty sure Kyler's number one on the season, so I'll have to go Kyler. Kyler, you are correct. Yeah. Two points. And for Jen's favorite Thanksgiving food, it is stuffing. You said stuffing. Three points. Yeah. You're doing well off to a pretty hot start here. All right. On to number four, John. Again, very boring pick here, but Mm -hmm. it's the obvious. His keeper, Alvin Kamara. Yes, we know. Best keeper in the league. Yes, I know. (laughs) I was very wrong. We get it. But obviously, I couldn't really ask you two simple ones in a row here. So I'm actually going to combine two players' points and say... Swift and Taylor combined higher or lower than Alvin Kamara. Swift and Taylor combined. Yes. Wow. They both had up and down seasons. Um, Taylor bounced back this past week, though, to have a nice week. And I know Kamara has had a couple lower weeks lately. I believe this week was the first week in Alvin Kamara's career where he had zero receptions in a game. Wow. How about that? Uh, but I am going to say that Kamara still has them beat. You are correct. You Woof. are on a roll. Four points. How that close was it? Hot start. It was just by – Kamara has them beat by five points. Wow. Which nice. is honestly pretty crazy because I think you'd be – you know, rel- I mean, I know, like you said, up and down, but you'd be relatively happy with that Swift and Taylor pair, but that was pretty incredible. Definitely, especially when, uh, what's his name went down? Mac. already right. forgot his name, Marlon Mack. Yep, absolutely. All right, so John's favorite Thanksgiving food was turkey, specifically the neck of the turkey. You said green bean casserole, so no bonus point there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I but I like John's creativity. The neck of the turkey is good. Yeah, I should have known that was John. That was a weird answer. <laughs> All right. On to uh, our fifth place team, Christine. Um, I think she was wanting to be pretty obvious here. I nudged her to think outside the box. So thanks, Christine. She went with James Robinson instead of the obvious Patrick Mahomes. So I do appreciate that. So, all right, Matt. Josh Jacobs, higher or lower? Ooh, that's a good one. James Robinson has been awesome this year. Exceeded anyone's expectations. I'll be able to keep him in our other league, so I'm pretty excited about that. But I'm going to say that Josh Jacobs still hasn't beat. Uh, Wrong. James Robinson is actually one spot ahead of Josh Jacobs. Wow. So that was that one was another one quite surprising to me. And for the bonus point, Christine's favorite food, green bean casserole, and you went with stuffing or dressing. Mm. So n- no bonus point there, but uh, I do love some green bean casserole as well. Good choice. All right, on to Stephen Roby. So uh, Stephen Roby is most thankful for Adam Thielen. So interestingly enough, this is our first player that was not acquired in the draft. Adam Thielen was actually a trade from Wayne for David Montgomery. So uh, well done there. Um, I think it was probably a fitting trade for both teams, but certainly Thielen has come on strong for Steven lately. Mm -hmm. So 
Here's another one. Thiel, Adam Thielen or DK Metcalf? This is another guy who's had some huge weeks this year, but I know he's also... Uh, actually, I was looking it up previously, and I, I was seeing that while Lockett has had a couple down weeks, scoring less than 10 points, I'm pretty sure DK has scored over 10 points every week with some big weeks. So I'm going to, I'm thinking that DK has Thielen beat. Some advanced research. Nice down. Actually, that was one I thought would trick you because of some up and down weeks. So well done on your research there. You are up to five points. You just need one more to win. Nice. We See, I, we should have known we could make the targets higher for a guy like you, Matt. Always. <laughs> All right. On to the next team, Matt Harding. He's most thankful this year for Aaron Rodgers. Drafted him in the eighth round. Well done. Matt, Aaron Rodgers, or Lamar Jackson, who's higher? Well, first we got to talk about Roby because I thought he was the smart guy playing chess while we're playing checkers, and I said turkey neck, which John actually said, so I'm wrong on that one. Oh, right. Good call. Um, And you just said Rodgers versus Lamar? Uh, Rogers versus Lamar, correct. It's got to be Rogers, right? Rogers is higher. Well done. Yeah. There it is. There's your victory. Now, all right. With four people to go, as well as bonus point opportunities, how many more do you think you can get right? I'm surprised I even got one with Jen right. So uh, I'm going to say. Um, this is including questions, too. All right, I'm going to hope that I got one or two more of the uh, favorite foods. And let's say I get two of four. So let's say I get four more points out of what, six? Yep, four more points. out of Well, there's four, four, four people remaining. So eight possible chances. Five. Five. Oh, I think you're going to have to nail all of these to get five. So we'll see. <laughs> Uh-oh. All right. Um, let's see. So, but well, well done though on six. It's, it's a good job. All right. Nice. So next is up is Struble. And I like it because as always, he gives a very Matt Struble answer. Very unlike John and Jen being very obvious. So thank you for that Struble. He put in his very last pick of the draft, Corey Davis. He had to show some Mac love. Uh, so, um, higher or lower, who, who's higher, Corey Davis or Chris Godwin? That's a good one. And Chris Davis has come on this year. I really didn't anticipate anything out of him. He's been pretty lackluster his first couple of years. I believe this is fourth year. Correct. Um, I don't know if he's got, he's probably got a fifth year option to do his first round pick, but, uh, before this year it was looking pretty bleak for him. So he has come on strong. That's a good pick. Versus Godwin. Godwin's been banged up. He's had a broken finger. Tom Brady's been spreading the ball around. Uh, I'm going to say that Corey Davis is higher than Godwin. Got another one. Yes. He's on fire, folks. He is. So Corey Davis is wide receiver 37. Chris Godwin is wide receiver 40. Wow. That's crazy. 
So, yep. All right. I, I realized too, we miss Matt Harding's favorite food. So Matt Harding's favorite Thanksgiving food, another green bean casserole. You guessed corn casserole. So I'll almost give you partial credit here because, you know, Southern guy, it must be a casserole. So That's I'm going to give I you, said. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to give you half a point. All right. I guess I should have thought corn someone in Ohio. Do we get to corn casserole yet? Who Who likes that? Uh, we, so. That was that was Roby, and it was so it was somebody in Ohio. Ah. <laughs> should have known. All right, should have known, known. All right, but Struble's favorite was mashed potatoes and gravy. You guessed the morning of Bloody Mary. It's mm. it's hard to hard to blame you for that one. Right. But I, I'm sure you thought that one was a lock, but unfortunately, you did not get that bonus point either. Darn. All right. All right, next up is me, and I know I don't mean to rub this one in your face, truly, but I I am most thankful for Justin Jefferson. Thank you for dropping him. You had drafted him in the 12th round. Dropped him. I Mm. bid 23 fab dollars. Ironically enough, you bid fab on the guy that you dropped um, as well, but not enough, and I actually outbid John by just three dollars. And Justin Jefferson's been really good for me, so uh, very thankful for him this year. All right, this one I think is going to be very tough. Who is it, Justin Jefferson or our one of our show favorites in Will Fuller V? Ooh, that's a good one. Fuller Will Fuller V's had a good year. He was my under 12 pick to be a top 12. Probably one of our best preseason picks. Well done. Yep. Thank you. And I also said Justin Jefferson could be the best rookie. Drafted him and decided to give up on him after week two for some reason. Uh, I'm going to say Will Fuller V, though. Uh, Will Fuller V is incorrect. So Ugh. Justin Jefferson wow. is wide receiver 16. Fuller V, wide receiver 18. That was another shocker for me as well. Nice. So, all right. So my favorite is the turkey leg. You said dark meat. I'm going to give you another half point credit. So two half points of credit. That's totals up to another one. All right. So I'm going to give you an eight total right now. So you are I think you had said you're going to you're I think you're going to need to get everything right from here on out. So we'll see. I don't think it's possible, but we'll see. All right, so on to Wayne. Wayne, uh, you know, we've had a lot of predictable picks here, but Wayne is most thankful for his keeper. Wayne was very grumpy when I asked this question because he said, "How am I supposed to be thankful? I'm out of f- fantasy everywhere." Wayne, 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 we get it, Wayne. We suck too. <laughs> Join the club. Where everyone could play along. It's Thanksgiving. Be happy. Be cheerful. So he's when reluctantly he said he's most thankful for Deshaun, his keeper. He's been his most consistent player. We love. We know Wayne loves consistency. So, uh, Deshaun Watson or Russell Wilson, who's higher? Ooh, that's a good one because uh, Deshaun started out pretty, pretty slow. I am in a, in my league, and I was pretty and then they disappointed. Fired Bill O'Brien. Yep. Then they fired Bill O'Brien. He's been on fire lately, and I know Russ has had a couple down games lately, but I still think over the course of the year, because of how hot Russ started, that he's got him beat. So you think Watson has Wilson beat, correct? No, no, no. Russell Wilson has Watson beat. 
Okay, there you go. You are on fire again. Woo. Well done, Matt. Russell Wilson, QB3. Deshaun Watson, QB6. Nice. So, All right. And this next one Wait. did make me laugh. Oh, yep, you're right. So uh, this one, you know, I'll give you another partial credit. Wayne's was turkey with dark meat. You said leg, which is dark meat. So I'll give you... You know, I'll say, hey, that's a that's Flipped another victory there. So flipped us both. But hey, that's, you know, that's al- right. almost almost the same. Right. Yep. All right. So well done there. Um, this last one made me laugh. So John Valentic in last place, he as we know, he's statistically the only person out of the playoff race. So. He went with. His the player he's most thankful for is Rodrigo Blankenship <laughs> because he because, quote, he looks like a nerd and my team sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, Jason Sanders. Or Rodrigo Blankenship. All right, this well, tough, because as we know, we don't really allow kicker talk here, so. I almost d- disputed it, but kickers. What are we doing here, Steve? Uh, yeah, it's, but I thought it was a funny quote. So I let him in. All right. <laughs> so I actually have kickers in another league. I was looking at kickers today. Uh, and I looked at kickers for about two minutes, deciding if I want to drop mine and pick the other one up. I don't remember who the other one was, but I had, I think Jason Sanders was one of them. And I was shocked because I think he's the number one kicker in football right now. So I'm going to go with Jason Sanders. Yeah, well done. He is the number one kicker in football. Rodrigo Blankenship is kicker number five. Before today and me looking up these stats, I had never heard of Jason Sanders. So well done. Um, But I'm also proud of myself. So for John's favorite food, he is the morning of Bloody Mary. So I will actually be headed over to John's house tomorrow morning to enjoy this. He said he, he's got real tomato juice and all the mixings to make it homemade. So I'm actually, you know, I, I, I'm in. I'm glad I asked this question. Headed to John's house tomorrow. There you go. Enjoy. <laughs> I, w- I flipped Struble and Valentik around. They're both so such similar guys, both buddies. So I was close there too. Yes, yes. But all right. If we added everything up here, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight out of 11 straight up. So well done on your picks. Three, three and a half bonus points. Cause I'll give you Wayne and I as two more bonus points. So you got 11 and a half more than a hundred percent. I'd say that's something to be thankful for. Definitely. Great game. Great suggestions. Great picks. Everybody. It's a thankful time of the year. Absolutely. Well, everybody remember, send us a a note to our, send us a DM to our Twitter and get entered in the contest. I, I, I know we have a lot of bickering and whining as these winners are picked, but we need more entries. That we do. Can't wait to see everyone's nice texts and tweets and beautiful messages of thankfulness for this Thanksgiving while trying to win a prize. Yep, absolutely. All right. Well, Thanks for playing our special happy Thanksgiving version of Stats with Matt. We'll be right back. 
All right, welcome back. Matt, as we look at the performances from last week, there were some really good ones. We pretty much at this point have six teams that are a complete lock to make the playoffs and two that put themselves with Monday night performances in very strong position. Matt Harding and Struble look like they are in prime position to capture these last two spots. Can they be caught? For our sake, I hope so, Steve. I hope so, too, but we will see. But anyways, why don't we dig into last week a little bit and look at some awards? Let's do it. What's up first? Bench, please. All right, bench, please. Bench of the week goes to John Valentech. Just as you predicted, Steve, John had a big week, 124.62 points. His bench had another 78.27 points. Chase Edmonds had a strong game with over 20 points. Tim Patrick is having a a solid season, 16.9 points, just consistent each week. Uh, A.J. Brown, even Jonathan Taylor had a nice week with 90 rushing yards. And, man, is he kicking at exactly the wrong time for his team still in last place. So, congrats, John (laughs) Blintek. Yeah, everybody got healthy for him and just, just a couple weeks too late. Yep. All right, in the end, it doesn't even matter. This one was certainly a heartbreaker for Wayne. He had a 158.26 points, only to lose to Steven Roby's 161.24 that was absolutely crushing for Wayne. I mean, he had a huge performance out of Deshaun Watson, uh, big, big week out of Tyreek Hill, Chase Claypool, 10 t- with his 10th touchdown. Uh, so, I mean, it's, it's been a big week for, or, or, a, or a really big week, but an unfortunate one for Wayne. Definitely had 21 more points on the next scoring teams. He had the second most total of anybody on the week, so it's a tough loss. Yep. Johnny Football Bust of the Week. Busted. Johnny Football Bust of the Week. John Roberts has been talking about his boy, Marquise Hollywood Brown. He was telling all of us how he's got some really juicy matches coming up. And uh, he had three targets for zero catches, a goose egg out of the Hollywood. So uh, big time bust right there. <laughs> yeah, thanks for that one, John. Another fan duel bust for me. <laughs> Michael Crabtree, surprise of the week. Wow. All right. Well, not to pile on you, Wayne, but the surprise of the week this week goes to Stephen Roby. Huge week again. We just said it. 161 points. But, uh, you know, specifically here, I'm going to talk a little bit about Justin Herbert. You know, we've seen it. We talked a little bit last week about how well he's doing. So the fact that he scored 33 points this week was not necessarily a huge surprise to us, but I think his overall season was. I think if you would have asked which rookie quarterbacks would have performed the best, I don't think any one of us would have said Justin Herbert. Would you? No. I knew he could be, nope. I thought he'd be good, but 
he has far surpassed any of my expectations. Yep. So he had three touchdowns, and that was for the fifth time this year. That's trailing only luck as a rookie. In fact, he passed Peyton Manning, uh, who had only four. Wow. He's looking good and looking like he's going to be better than Tua. Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see. Tua, Tua's got some maturing to do, so we'll see. Yep. J.R. Smith's worst decision. We tried to tell Brandon last week with Stafford in his lineup, he was questionable. He's had a lot of issues this year, this, year, this past week. He's had the COVID, a couple injury issues. Scores 7.62 points, 178 passing yards. That's it. He had uh, Kirk Cousins, the big start of the week versus Dallas, on his bench scoring 28.96 points. Would have given him the victory over Christine. So not the best decision for Brandon in the starting quarterback position for the week. Yeah, and that's a, that's a tough one too because, again, he didn't have Galladay either. And it's just when you – when, when you're hurt on top of not having your guys, it's tough. Yep. All right. Big award here. Appalachian State. Upset of the week. The upset of the week this week was Matt Struble with a huge Monday night victory coming through with Cooper Cup. It was a huge week out of Cooper Cup. And, you know, he really did well. We've talked a lot about Ronald Jones. I think, I, in fact, I may have pointed out Ronald Jones as, as being a plus side for him. Turns out that was not the case. But you mentioned it. Michael Thomas had a big week. Cooper Cup had a big week. Uh, in one of potentially the last weeks he's going to get out of Mike Davis, he had a great week. Um, so, you know, just just really big week all around for Struble. Uh, great performance with 130 points, upsetting John, who already has that playoff position locked. But this really this really does it puts Struble in a prime position for that playoff position. So unfortunate for us, but the playoff picture in just another year is really shaping up. Yes, it is unfortunate for us that Monday night game was pretty disastrous for our playoff hopes. So, okay, well, why don't we get into some predictions because this will be another big week for just a couple of us. So why don't we jump into those predictions? All right, let's go. First up, we got in the toilet bowl, Wayne versus Valentech. Who you got? Well, I think, you know, I've mentioned a couple times. Valentech is really starting to get healthy. And as I look to... You know, as as I look to that roster that he got, I think it's a really strong one. It looks like he's going to start Taysom Hill at quarterback this week against Denver. You know, I, I like Taysom Hill, what he's going to be able to potentially do on the ground. Um, you know, and he's he's got some, uh, some interesting plays. I mean, DK Metcalf, Calvin Ridley, if he's healthy, really like those plays. Um, I, I probably am looking at a guy – like Tim Patrick. I mean, we talked about this. Tim Patrick's getting the targets and he's had some really solid games. I'm probably looking to slot him in over Tyler Boyd if that's me. Uh, you know, no with that with Joe Burrow out, I'm probably looking to to make that change, make that flop. But I'm gonna go with Valentic uh and and maybe just putting Wayne out of his misery this week. All right, I'm gonna go ahead and 
take the opposite here with Wayne. I think both these teams are actually looking pretty strong right now. Um, surprisingly, for last place teams, there's a lot of parity in the league this year. But I, I like uh, Deshaun Watson, Tyree Kill, and um, I think both these teams are strong, but I uh, think Wayne pulls it off this week. Yep. All right. So next matchup, we have Brandon versus Roby. What do you think? Brandon versus Roby. So Brandon's team's been pretty up and down this year. And I was back and forth on this because I think they both have some mediocre plays on their slates. The two that stick out to me on each side are for Brandon is uh, Hopkins, although he has been up and down this year. And of course, Dalvin Cook. And then on the Roby side, Herbert's killing it. And Adams are killing it. So while his uh, the rest of his slate looks a little rough, um, I think it's enough for Roby to pull off the win this week. Yeah, and and I'm actually gonna go with the same same pick. I'm gonna pick Roby as well. I think Brandon's going through some tough spots. I know Ceedee Lamb just hasn't been the same uh, since Dak went out, which is kind of unfortunate. But um, you know, and I look at like his defense, I think that could be quite the shootout Dallas all, all, you know, their offense is getting stronger. Uh, so that could be quite the shootout. But, um, as I look to Roby, I think his, his roster's kind of really coming into shape here. Justin Herbert's playing great. Adams is playing great. And, um, you know, again, I look to his bench and not that anybody wants to listen to me for lineup advice, but I look to his bench and I'm probably looking to slot in Ahmed. I know AJ green had the touchdown, so it certainly made him look good. But again, Joe Burrow's out. I'm not really looking to go back to that uh, right now. I think we just need to see what happens. I'd go with the guaranteed volume with Ahmed, but I do think Steven's going to get this victory. I agree. It's good, good, good call. Good recommendation there, especially if uh, gas can keep staying out. Looks like I'm not strong. All right, next one we have Jen versus Christine, and somehow, uh, you know, I was able to overcome a Jen week, although I had a very low point total myself. I got almost sucked in by the Jen black hole, what I like to call it, <laughs> but was able to overcome it. But can two people in a row overcome that black hole? Uh, I sure hope so. Jen's team, we just talked about a Wayne and Valentech, and I think they're both their teams look far stronger than ten, Jen's team. She's got that Kyler and Kirk duo, which, which had a little bit of a rough week last week, but is strong and Derek Henry. But besides that, Marvin Jones is a question mark. I mean, Galladay might come back, but he's banged up. She's got a lot of question marks, and uh, Christine's lineup looks strong. Patty Mahomes, James Robinson, Keenan Allen. I think uh, Christine pulls off the victory two in a row over Jen. I think this is her her downfall, and I think she gets booted round one of the playoffs. Yeah, I think I'm going to say Christine wins this one as well. I think she's got some pretty strong uh, plays. Brandon Cooks, Keenan Allen are both doing excellent. So she's got a little bit of a question mark. She, she's going to have Allen Robinson coming back. It's another huge one uh, for her coming off by. So I think her biggest question mark right now is the whole running back situation in Tampa Bay. She's got Leonard Fournette. What exactly do you do with him? He's He's been playable for her right now at her second running back slot, but not exactly ideal, and she doesn't really have anybody else to replace with. So 
but I'm going to go ahead and say she gets the victory with Patrick Mahomes and those three wide receivers I called out. I, I think it's not even close. All right, let's jump in the next matchup. Allie versus Struble. Allie had a tough week versus Valintic this week. Can she rebound, Steve? Um, you know, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say she she won't. Uh and and not really because of Allie's team. I again I think this is another Yahoo has this at exactly a 50% split, which I think is pretty fair. This is a very tough one. But I just think with Michael Thomas back. Uh, with Raheem Mostert coming back, I think that puts Struble in a really good spot this week. I think those those two things for me kind of uh, kind of tip the scale in my mind. I think Mostert um, against the Rams is you know he, he it's good to have him back. He's he's kind of could always bust that big play at any moment. Um, so I'm gonna go Struble. All right, I think it's a, a very even matchup as well. Actually, it's point two for uh, the difference in prediction so far for the week. But uh, one interesting tidbit right here is that we haven't done waivers yet for the week, and Allie's been dumping half of her bench, so we'll have to see who she picks up and if there's anyone startable this week. But uh, Struble's still rolling with Lamar. You talked about how Lamar's been having a rough season playing Pittsburgh. Allie's going with Josh Allen versus the Chargers, so that's a nice matchup. Hopefully Julio can play. He's questionable this week. But... Uh, she's also got Aaron Jones and Gurley, who I think are great plays, um, both strong running backs. And then Fulgham, I think, has a big bounce back week against Seattle in, a, in a, what we love, our favorite word, juicy matchup this week. Yeah, we'll see. I'm not so sure about Fulgham. Ever since Rager's come back, uh, that's kind of been his downfall. I mean, obviously, I get that that's only been two games, but he's just he, he just has not been the same wide receiver since – Rager and Goddard have been back. So uh, we'll, we'll see how that shakes out. So are you saying you should, you, you think Allie should play uh, Darius Slayton versus Cincinnati with no Joe Burrow then uh, instead of uh, Fulgham? Uh, yeah, maybe Reynolds. That too. Although they had a huge matchup last or last um, on Monday night football and he only had six targets, three catches for 32 yards. Hey, so I take the six targets, but uh, but yeah, obviously we know we talked about Cooper Cup and Woods having huge days. Can't always have. Yep. But, but yeah, I don't know. I don't think I'm looking to Fulgham. I, I to 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 me the correlation of when his points went downhill too much coincides with Rager and and uh, Goddard coming back. So I, I'd be a little nervous to play him. You make a great point. All right, let's jump to the next one. Matt and Jacob versus John. Who you got? All right, Matt and Jacob versus John. This week, I'm going to go with Matt Harding and Jacob. Uh, it's, you know, this one to me, they're coming on strong. We kind of talked about them uh, coming in. And, and, you know, John's in an interesting position. I, I think we look to, to Swift um, he had that weird concussion, Re- really hated to see that, but he's coming back on a short week. I'm not so sure. I'm not, uh, it, you know, it looks like Yahoo intends to have him back, but I'm not a hundred percent sure he's coming back on a Thursday night game. He plays on Thanksgiving. So I'm not so sure Swift is even going to be in that game for him. And that leaves John with a really difficult, uh, decision, not a whole lot of options there. 
And I think that's going to be, that's going to be another downfall for, uh, Oh, I'm sorry. That's uh that's Matt Harding and that, that, Oh yeah. That's yeah. Matt Harding. Oh, I may be, I may be <laughs> changing my views here live on the podcast because I had them Whoa. mixed up as I was talking about that, but yeah, I think Swift is going to be a challenging matchup. They don't have a whole lot to play. So very live on the show. I'm going to go John Roberts. Wow. Flipping his pick. You heard it here live. I'm going with John too. I had him from the beginning. I'm picking him. I, he's got Tannehill in another tough matchup. So maybe he plays Matt Ryan, but if Julio's out, that's kind of a scary play, but man, his running backs with Kamara, Jacobs, Gibson, and then having the only tight end who's actually showing up in football, Kelsey. I think John pulls off the win this week. Yep, I agree. Except I just didn't read the names right at the top of the thing. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that gets us to... Matchup of the week. Let's do it! Well, we're both sitting at about 20% chance, so we have to win this week to have any chance of making the playoffs. So, Steve, you going to pull off the victory against me? Uh, no, no. Yeah, I was a little disappointed. I won, and my playoff chances actually went down this week, so that was a little bit depressing. But, uh, no, unfortunately, I don't think I can pull off the win. I still have you know, a very difficult situation with the running backs. I, I, I'm going to be in a real tough spot. I really thought Carson was a lock to come back last week. It's why I made the trade. He didn't come back. Now he doesn't play till Monday. I, I, I don't know if I can even wait till Monday. I may need to, I may need to bench him. So no, I'm in a real tough spot with my running backs. So I'm going to say you're going to go ahead and get the win. Yeah, I was looking forward to this matchup early in the season. Thought it would be a, a, a big showdown for us to determine playoff implications, where we're going to be seated. And here we are having to win just to even have a semblance of a chance. So it's a little anticlimactic. That's our word of the week once again this week. And um, we'll, well, I picked myself wrong the past two weeks. So we're going to be a gentleman here. I'm picking you. You're picking me. Good luck, Steve. Hopefully one of us wins and can somehow surpass Harding or Struble and get in the playoffs. Yep. Sounds good. Uh, we will, we will see how it goes, but good luck to everybody. We, we do have some big matchups and this could, this is going to mean though, Matt, this big matchup between you and I will mean that one of us is absolutely definitively out of the playoffs. Yes, sir. Let's see if you can, uh, even up the season series or if I'm going to take a two Oh, victory on you for the year that's right we'll see how it goes all right well good luck to everybody in this week's matchup happy thanksgiving good luck happy thanksgiving hey i've been around the block a couple times before i've seen everything i've seen a little more I've done everything anyone could ever do. I've had my share of towns, and I've had my off too. I've seen all there is to see. I've been all there is to be.